Hey, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Golf Perfection Podcast. It has been a while, and basically, I only make a podcast when there's something meaningful that I want to talk about. Uh, and in this case, it is my journey into one length clubs. So, as you've seen on the channel, I have been gaming one lengths for quite a while, and I kind of just wanted to talk about how I got into it, my journey through it, and kind of where I'm at now in this whole, I guess, testing of this one length methodology. So yeah, that's what today's topic is going to be about. That being said, some quick uh, FAQs. Uh, yes, I'm still playing one length clubs. Uh, no, I'm not playing the Olimar one lengths that have you've seen in a lot of videos at this point. I am actually gaming the Cobra Forge Tech one length clubs, and I'm really enjoying those. Um, as far as I if you know, I suggest one length to you uh, or anyone. It really depends. My suggestion is I feel like it's one length is set up for a person who has already built up a good swing uh, with the variable length clubs and are moving to one length. I wouldn't if you don't have any, you know, if you're not, you know, have a if you don't have like a solid swing yet. Uh, I wouldn't use one length as a opportunity to try to think you can become more consistent um, if you don't have an already you know you know established variable length swing so those are just the FAQs uh, I wanted to get those out of the way you know not to have to force you to listen to all the all the podcasts to get those quick questions out of the way so that being said let's talk about how it all began so I tried first the Olimar one length clubs um, on a whim because I was curious pretty much uh, I'm a you know, notorious tinker of gear when it comes to golf, as you see in all my videos with gear and changing clubs and whatnot. And yeah, like I, you know, was kind of obsessed with trying new things. So, you know, everyone in their mind goes through this process where they see something new and shiny and they think and they imagine themselves with this new piece of gear and they think, oh man, how can this help me? Is this going to be able to change my game and, you know, make a difference for me? And then you start obsessing over it and then I guess you get brave enough to kind of pull the trigger. So that's kind of what happened to me with these Olimar One Links. There wasn't much information out there about them. So pretty much, you know, I just took a leap of faith and for me, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be in this hobby, you know, to afford a lot of this equipment. Uh, I, this is my passion. So this is what I, I allocate some of my, you know, income towards. Um, yeah, I pulled the trigger on the $220 Olimar clubs. There will be a link in the description below on the ones that I bought uh, and started playing them. And so when I first tried them out, it was kind of amazing to me. I saw immediate results, but I want to preface this by saying you know, yes, I saw immediate results. However, there could have been, you know, some immediate results realized because I was switching from cavity back irons to game improvement irons. So the Olimar one length uh, clubs, they are game improvement. They're pretty chonky. And, you know, probably everyone stands the game from playing game improvement irons. Um, and so that's kind of my first, you know, foray into this. Like I took the Olimars to the range that's near my house and pretty much I saw like, man, I'm hitting these like very straight. So that was like the first thing I realized is that dang, I'm hitting these super straight and pretty consistently, which is kind of what I wanted to gain from gaming 
uh, one length clubs. So yeah, I started playing them for a while, uh, you know, taking them out to courses. I even took them to Spyglass, you know, the, 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 the greens fee for Spyglass was more expensive than the iron set itself. And I was playing really well with them. Um, most notably, I was just hitting it straight. So, but like I said, wasn't sure if hitting it straight was necessarily because of the one length methodology or it's because I was switching from my Wilson cavity backs at that time, which are probably, I would say, out of my play playing ability, you know, to game improvement irons. So I was going from players' irons to game improvement irons. And so just take that with a grain of salt. So, yeah, like I said, tried a melee, tried them immediately, had good success, and then I moved on to even more tinkering, which I kind of... Not regret, but I'm glad I tried, but like ultimately I did not see the improvements that I thought I would see. So going into this next phase of these clubs, I tried the the grips, the jumbo max grips. And honestly, like it did straighten things out even more for me. Uh, and uh, I couldn't miss left for the life of me. Uh, I tend to play a small fade with my clubs, all my clubs. And yeah, um, the only thing that I didn't like about the uh, jumbo max grips is that I couldn't feel hitting a pure shot. So everything was kind of dull and muted. Uh, and I didn't really, you know, have that great feedback of when I hit a really, really good shot. And I think that was the biggest downfall for me for the, um, the jumbo max grips. I love it on the driver. Actually, I feel like it enabled me to swing faster with the driver, but in the irons, I prefer regular sized grips. So, but I will say with the grips and the one length clubs i did end up shooting a personal best best at corica south so my best round of of all times shot a 77 at corica south was with the olimar one links with the jumbo max grips and i haven't even sniffed that number you know since then so that might be telling you something so yeah so bought the olimars did pretty well with them started improving in the scores got the grips shot a personal best and then the next step for me and my tinkering and, you know, trying things out was pretty much thinking, okay, what happens if I go back to variable length for a couple rounds? So you've seen it in uh, some of the videos, uh, pretty much through the Wilsons back in the bag. And yeah, it was pretty rough. I must say, um, it was a lot harder to go from variable length back to gain, uh, variable length back to, you know, or back to variable length from one length. And I just was not playing well. Uh, and so I kind of gave it up. So word of caution, at least for me personally, my experience is that if you go to um, one length clubs, it's going to be tough to go back to variable length, like forget even hitting like the six iron, five iron, four iron, just like all the clubs, you know, I couldn't hit them consistently. And you know, it just wasn't a good transition. I only tried it for like three or four rounds, but it was just not it was not a good experience. So yeah, went back to the to the variable length Wilson's just to try it again got kind of got bit there went back to the old mars and uh, i ended up putting regular grips back onto the club so yeah so now i'm in jumbo no jumbo max just regular regular grips back with the olimars and then this plaque that you see behind me uh, for those who are lis listening in i got a hole in one with the one length olimar clubs like you know what the heck you know like i couldn't believe it i was just like and I just had switched back to them, and I feel like it was signed from above just to tell me that no, you're going to be playing one lengths for 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 the long run. So uh, yeah, that pretty much 
solidified me, kept on playing the one links. But then, you know, me, I never, I'm always trying to chase, right? Keep, keep chasing, keep tinkering. I ended up seeing on eBay a pretty good deal for the brand new 2022 Cobra Forge Tech one length irons. And the seller was Global Golf. So you're probably familiar with Global Golf. They're a huge reseller of used clubs. And pretty much like it was crazy because it was it was listed at $759.99. So $760 for, you know, really good condition, like the highest condition clubs you can buy from Global Golf, but it was a bid. So I feel like, you know, when they do that, they expect the bidding bidding to go on and the prices to go up. And for me, I was just like, I was watching it in the background, you know, I was editing videos or whatever. And, you know, as the days went by, no watchers were watching the, the, the listing and, you know, no one was bidding on them. So I mentally, like in the background, knew when they were going to expire. So I brought the page up within like, you know, 10 minutes left, five minutes left, still no one bid on them. And as the timer was going down, I pretty much, I was like, hey, you know, what the heck? It's probably going to go higher, more than $760. Uh, but I'll just put my bid in and see if, what will happen. So a couple minutes left, I just threw the, the, the baseline bid of 760 onto that listing. And the timer starts clicking down one by one. And then it expires and it says, congrats, you have won this auction. I had, and my mind was blown. I had no idea uh, if I was going to win this or not. And pretty much like, yeah, I couldn't believe it because these retail, you know, I think for like $1,100 or $1,100 or $1,200 new. And this was like the highest condition, you know, from Global Golf that you could buy from. So 760 as opposed to 1100 or whatever it is that that's insane to me so i got a really good what i thought is a really good deal i don't know maybe you think otherwise but i thought i got a really good deal on this and i, I couldn't believe it so pretty much yeah they came into the mail uh came to my house i was really excited to open them i recorded a few videos of it too but i you know i didn't post or anything but pretty much like blew my mind like pretty much um I started opening up the box and it straight up was like some of the clubs were still in the wrapper. So like not only were these like the highest conditions you can buy used, only like one of the clubs was used. I think it was like the seven iron and the five iron I think were used. I was like, my mind was like, my mind was blown. So yeah, I pretty much started hitting them. I will admit going from the game improvement Olimar one lane clubs to the uh the i guess players distance one length clubs has been more of a learning curve learning curve uh compared to just going from you know my players variable length to you know the game improvement olimars in the beginning um but now i'm really getting them dialed in i have i i'm, I'm actually like spinning the ball now and my swing has improved a little bit since since starting this whole thing but yeah pretty much i'm getting dialed in now feel really good about these irons and I hope, I mean, I haven't recorded a good round in a bit, in a minute, but hopefully you'll see that in the future. I mean, I took them to Edgewood on a whim and, you know, that was kind of a risk because I was thinking, oh, you know what? I'm just going to risk it, you know, really lean in into this, you know, Forge Tech one length and see how well I can do at Edgewood and I'm playing pretty decent. So, um, yeah, so I was playing those, uh, those one length Cobras for like the second time at Edgewood, just like, I was just like, YOLO, let's do it. So that's currently where I'm at. You'll see more videos of me playing with these. And then 
yeah, that's kind of like the journey into one link. So other things to note, I do have the the uh, three hybrid, which is 19 degrees. And then I have uh, two of the utility irons. So they're like pretty much you know thicker irons. I have two of the same actually, and I just changed the lofts. One is like lofted for a four iron and one is lofted for a five iron, but they both say four on the club head. So that's just another thing. That's the setup that I have right now. So uh, that being said, that is the journey from beginning to end. Uh, I just wanted to go over to that. However, I wanted to talk about now like some of the pros and cons that I have personally observed while playing the one length. So uh, take this with a grain of salt. This is my personal journey. Everyone's a little bit different. And the last thing I'll touch on is just talking about gear in general. But yeah, so pros for gaming one length. The first obvious thing is like the setup is the same every single time. So I am a huge believer of trying to make golf as simple and as easy as possible for you to play and, you know, not having to worry about where to address the ball every single time, I think helps me worry about one less thing on the course and just, you know, focus on, on my game. So if I don't have to, you know, think, oh, did I put that ball too far forward in my stance or was it not, was it too far back? If I don't, I can just eliminate that through most of my clubs. So I have it through gap wedge all the way to the three hybrid, then I'm going to, you know, take advantage of that and, you know, eliminate you know those variables to to make the game easier so i think that's like the number one benefit of one length and as a part of that setting up the same every time you kind of get i believe a little bit more consistency um with that so yeah the first thing i noticed like i said like i'm way more consistent and i know where my misses are going maybe my swing had just improved to where that that's maybe just because yeah, like I, I've gotten better, but I think truthfully that one length has helped me become a more consistent player. So those are the two really obvious pros, I think, when it comes to the one length methodology. Um, another, I guess, pro that's maybe not super obvious, but I still think it's obvious is that it's easier to hit the four iron and the five iron and the hybrid for me because they're shorter. And you just, it does take a while to mentally get over the fact that the club is shorter but you know once you just realize okay it's the same swing the four iron the five iron the hybrids pretty easy to hit and i think that's a definite pro uh one last thing about the pros of this is that you know it's kind of funny like if you get a lesson right from anyone and you know the lesson is to and you only pull your seven iron hey if you pull your seven iron and you have one length clubs you have pretty much the same swing through every single one right so you're gonna have a lesson on that one club that applies to a huge range of your of your bag. And I think that is like a not so obvious benefit of one link. So yeah, if I take seven iron, I get lessons from the golf garage from Matt. All he has take all he has me do is take seven iron, then then I'm good to go. You know, I have the same swing for all these clubs and I'm getting a lot of value out of that. So I think that's one of the, the not so obvious benefits of one length. So let's talk about some cons. Um, some cons, definitely the number one thing is the gapping is kind of weird. So with the Olomars at least, and with the hybrid, you know, slide it into there, like, you know, it was, it was looking pretty good from like the four iron, the four hybrid, the five iron, the six iron is like 170, 180 to 190 to 200. So that was like, you know, 10 yard increments. So was the seven iron and the eight iron. 
But then when you get to the eight iron, for me personally, the eight iron to nine iron had a 20 yard gap. So my eight iron would go about 145 and then my nine iron would go about 125 and a little higher. So if I had hit to any 135 yard distance, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to be able to squeeze out another 10 yards out of the club. So I have to take an eight iron and play a field shot. Uh, a lot of this was on display in the um, the uh, Eagle Ridge uh, video where I hit a lot of greens, but I was basically taking really easy swings with my eight iron when there was like 135 yards out. And so, yeah, I'm going to gap my Forge Tech. I haven't gone into a sim and, you know, a track man or ever to gap my newest irons, but that's just something that I observed with the Olimar. So that's what I wanted to kind of achieve with buying this latest set. Uh, because, you know, Cobra is on the forefront, you know, with Bryson or whatever uh, on developing one length clubs. So I'm hoping the gapping is a little bit better. I think it's a little bit better, but I'm still seeing that weird 15 plus yard gap between my nine iron and my pitching wedge. So I'll have to check it out in a sim again or my eight iron and my nine irons. I'll have to check it out in the simulator, see if it's the same with me. And maybe it's just my swing, but yeah, the gapping is definitely odd with one length clubs. So that that being said, another con is like sometimes, you know, your high, your 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 low irons, such as like your five iron, your four iron, aren't gonna go, if you don't have the club at speed, it's definitely not gonna go as high. Um, because, you know, a, you know, part of having longer clubs is to generate that speed and to hit things higher. So um, yeah, with one length, if you have a shorter club and you don't have the speed or, you know, to, or the swing to hit them higher, you're going to have pretty low four irons and uh, five irons, and they don't even make a three iron. So, uh, yeah, that's something to take note of. And then, yeah, the, the, the gap wedge that I have, it sometimes goes really, really high because it's, it's a little longer. Um, so there is, so, sorry. So there is that, you know, you know, con there as well. And then, Another con that's pretty obvious, like if you go to one length, there's only a, f a limited amount of manufacturers that make one length clubs firstly, so your options are limited, but then it's extremely hard to go back to variable length. You know, I tried it myself and I maybe if I would have stuck it out for like maybe a couple more rounds, I would have done it, but it was just not worth it to me. But yeah, I do kind of feel pigeonholed into this one length methodology now. And I'm, I mean, it's here to stay, but in the future, like, just say, what if Cobra stops making one leg clubs? I mean, who knows what's going to happen with Bryson and Cobra and going forward. But, yeah, things could change like that. Um, and then maybe they'll stop developing them and then they'll become obsolete, you know. Or So that's just something to consider if you're considering one length. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about is some misconceptions, I guess, I've read about online about one length. And mostly it's that... The number one thing that I've read about one length and the, the I guess, people who oppose trying it is that you're not going to have uh, the ability to shape your, your irons. Um, and maybe there's some validity to that. I haven't personally had too much issue. Basically, if you can shape a seven iron, then you're going to be able to shape these clubs because they're all the same length. I personally don't have the ability to shape my pitching wedge or my gap wedge or my, my, you know, 56 or my 60. So it doesn't really apply to me, but I think people are just, you know, trying to pick at the methodology and find whatever they can to, to just be a naysayer. So, um, and everyone says that 
you know, having long wedges and short irons is weird and not that good. I mean, I got used to pretty quickly. All the reviewers on YouTube, or like Rick Shields or Peter Finch, say, oh, yeah, this is so strange, like, blah, 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 blah. But you get over that in, like, pretty much, like, a day. You know, like, all you ha- like, I think it's harder to hit a shorter four iron and five iron and hybrid than it is to hit a longer pitching wedge sandwich and uh, a gap wedge uh, like yeah for me i still sometimes struggle to hit the hybrid uh correctly because it's just so short and i want to hit up on it kind of like a hybrid but you really need the same swing and hit kind of down on the hybrid and down on you know yeah d- down on the hybrid to where it, it can get up in the air whereas like before i kind of just hit it as flush as possible or even a little bit up and sometimes you'll see me top the uh the hybrid so you'll see that kind of a lot in the poppy ridge video on some of the uh, par fives or when I'm like 200 yards out, I just need to advance it. I will top the ball with the hybrid. And that's just me not focusing and then not not saying, hey, Matt, this is the same swing as the seven iron. Uh, so that being said, you know, I, I, like I said, doing shots with wedges that are long, not a problem for me. I got over that pretty quickly. It's It's the long irons that are being short. That was a little bit harder to get used to. So, yeah, so that's kind of all I wanted to touch on in terms of, you know, where I am in my one length journey. I uh, hope you find this useful. And the last thing I kind of want to touch on is is gear and golf gear in general. So I just think right now, like golf gear is is like it's crazy. There's so many options and it's so hard to know what is good for your game. Because if you look at, and then, and, and, yeah, people say you should get fitted and everything. But if you look at my journey, like, I only got, f- like, semi-fitted for the Wilson CBs at a Golf Mart. And we were on a TrackMan or a, 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 a GC Quad. And, you know, he got things dialed in for me and then we custom ordered things. But that being said, like, I don't even use those anymore. And I think, I, I truly believe I found something better just buying off the shelf. And it's worked out for me. Same with my driver. Same with, uh, you know, these one links. Uh, and yeah, I feel like, yes, fitting can help you, but it's not the the end all, you know, it's not the, the end game and to say that nothing else could be better. Uh, that's kind of the only thing I wanted to touch about on gear. Uh, in terms of what's in my bag, I still have the G425 Max with the stiff uh, out of low rogue uh, shaft. Um, I have the uh, Super Hybrid in the 17 degree with the Mitsubishi Orange 10 size shaft. Then I have the uh, Rad Speed Cobra Hybrid, uh, one length. Then I have two of the Co- Forge Tech Utility irons, and uh, they're both the four, but one is tweaked down to, uh, I believe, like 21 degrees, and the other was tweaked up to like 23 degrees, something like that. And then I play the six iron to gap wedge in my new Cobra Forge Tech One Length 2022 irons. And then I have uh, two wedges. They're Mac Daddy CBs, the, the game improvement wedges, the 56 and the 60 degree. And then I have the Cobra uh, arm lock putter, but that might be changing. So if you stick around and see, watch more videos, I might be making a change there. Um, but that being said, that's going to close it out for this podcast. Uh, if you have any, uh, suggestions or have any questions, let me know in the comments. I I've been trying, meaning to do more podcasts with Matt, but we haven't had time to sync up, but there's a lot that I need to talk about and share with you guys with him. 
Um, hope you guys enjoy that one. Keep chasing, and I'll see you in the next one.